3: Jelly Roll, I will be uh, two step into this at the Wells Fargo Center the, coming up on October second. Listen, he's hot, man. These tickets are going to fly off the uh, what are they called? No, uh, fly off yeah, the, the shelves. Yeah, shelves. They only really yeah. have shelves. In no, here. we
2: don't. No. Yeah, they're going to
3: fly off the they're going to fly off the carts on the uh, on the ticket websites. So listen, huh. lucky for you. We're giving away these all week, by the way. Mm-hmm. So morning show side topics have turned into afternoon show side topics, um, and now we're starting to get the prizing to to match the the magnitude of this uh, of this move. And the Jelly Roll, uh, you can win a pair of tickets to go see Jelly Roll in October. All you gotta do is give us the best sports rant of all time. Some big answers already. But Ike yesterday, Doc Rivers came to town. He came. He saw. He conquered. And uh, he, uh, he, they, kick, they kicked the Sixers' ass. Now it was close for a little bit in the in the fourth. They made it mm-hmm. semi of the game, mm-hmm. but pretty much they came in here and and beat the Sixers. Now, what was highly, highly disappointing is what happened during intros. Take a listen for yourself. So That's A weak boo. That's a that's a weak boo. That's a weak boo. Like I need I need booze raining down. That was almost like a golf clap boo.
2: I was more than a golf clap. It boo. was
3: it was the I was a, I'm not I'm not that mad boo. Frankly,
2: yeah, it wasn't a Ben Simmons level boo. No, but yeah, yeah. I mean, I could hear it. You can hear the boo. Yeah, I heard nah, it.
3: but I want to make national headlines with the boo. <laughs> that's not a headline grabber. That's not a headline. That's like him returning to what, Milwaukee? or No, no Milwaukee's a bad example because they are the buck. Boston. We're returning to Portland. Or the Clippers. Yeah, it's a Portland-level boo. <laughs> yeah, that's what that was.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, listen, it's Sunday afternoon. Well, here's <laughs> was here, it? Was it a sellout crowd yesterday? I think. Uh, probably not. Well, you know, we went Thursday night. It wasn't sold out. There was a they, lot they, It might have been nice a sellout, thing. but everybody was whatever. There were some seats- available. They were available and then we saw a lot of Knicks fans in there. Too.
3: There's a lot of Knicks fans. The boo is representative of what the I think the current mindset of of us with mm-hmm. the Sixers where it's like hey who cares. Like w- which kind of stinks because I think we have that feeling mm-hmm. and it won't matter until Joel's back but like watching them right now like Yeah. It is it's, it's, it's pretty tough. brutal.
2: It's tough. Listen, that, that obviously with Doc coaching you don't want to lose that team, but that's a that's a good basketball team. Um, they certainly at this stage are more talented than the Sixers are when we don't have our best player out there on the court. So losing to the, uh, Bucks wasn't that surprising. Didn't expect to lose by 21 points though. And, and I mean, hell after I didn't even see the first quarter, I just, I caught the score at halftime. I'm watching the Phillies game yesterday, by the way, Aaron Nola, Dylan, uh, look good. um, I'm watching more of that game, and I'm just looking at the score on the Sixers on my on my phone. Right, and I'm like, "Oh, this thing got out of hand quick, quick, yeah, yeah." yeah, yeah. And so, yeah, it takes steam out of us. You know, I, I don't know what to say. We did get some good news, didn't we, today, uh, or was that yesterday when Nick Nurse said that he expects Joel back sort of late March,
3: late March, early April, okay. and then playoffs start April 16th. Mm-hmm. So I'll give him a, a nice two week kind of ramp up period, and and. It's just now they won on Friday against the Cavs, which was yeah, which is pretty without crazy. their star, without Donovan Mitchell. So yeah, what, that's what, where we're we're currently at. <laughs> but man, they are just they're just brutal. What, I mean, because all the guys get exposed. Like Buddy Heald is now completely reverted back into you know the Buddy Heald that we've seen from the, the beginning <laughs> of his career. We're not getting the driving off the ball or you know driving to the rim and stuff like that. Tobias Harris, I, I, I mean, eight points yesterday. Yeah, it was
2: tough to watch.
3: He might need to be benched, honestly. Just, just have him come off the bench and have him do something else, because it's, it's just, it's not great right now. But bench for who? Just whoever. Like, Wait, I, that's I, not gonna I can't work. have him. Like, it's, it's, <laughs> it's that's it, not gonna work. It's, it's the, the ball not moving, the fumbling of the basketball. It, I, I'm very ready for the Tobias experience to be over. Um, but I thought the boos were very disappointed yesterday. Now Doc did talk, of mm. course, uh, before the game, uh, reflected on his tenure here. As uh, as Sixers head coach, here's Doc Rivers before the game. One second. Doc, uh, you know, making the media rounds, of course, and uh, getting grilled by the local media. Here's Doc before the game. How do you
0: think your team you here should be remembered? That's up to you. That's not up to me. I think uh, I was happy with it overall. I just wish we could have got further, gone further. I wish I could have had a chance to have Joel healthy in the playoffs. Um uh, but you know when I took this job here uh, I think we got swept the year before in the first round that that regular season of the next year we won the east um lost to Atlanta which I would love to have that one back uh, as a group um you know but overall um Joel became MVP uh we established this team as a championship contender um that wasn't said the year before so Um, And under a lot of stuff, you know, you think about we had the James Harden trade, the Ben stuff. So there's a lot of stuff going on. Uh, Some was under my control. Some was out of my control. But overall, um, you know, for me, if you don't win a title, you know, you're never exactly happy. That's why we all do this. It's only going to be one of those a year. But, you know, I loved it here.
3: He loved it here. Don't don't you feel the love? No, he didn't. (laughs) He didn't love being. Again, I don't even know if he lived here. (laughs) <laughs> I still thought he did that, during the season. Thankfully, <laughs> I think he was renting, yeah. <laughs> or, or maybe he was staying in a hotel. Right?
2: The, the, oh yeah, it wouldn't surprise me if he had a, a condo he rented out or whatever. He yeah, living yeah. On the, he wasn't living in South Jersey
3: no, on the main line. No, the rewriting of the expectations before he was here is one of the funniest things he does. Yeah. Where he's like, "Ah, there's there no expectation. I I established us as a championship team. Like they weren't coming off fifty win seasons. Yeah, before I, he got here.
2: Yeah, and 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 that's why this is more or less about Doc trying to sort of rewrite history because he knows he's attached to this narrative. And he's been asked over and over about his failures in the playoffs, his, his you know, being blowing 3-1 uh, series leads more than anyone else has. You know, and, and the only one that is really sort of justifiable is when he had the number one seed down three to one with that, that Lando Magic team. I don't necessarily criticize him for that because they were an eight seed. They weren't a one seed. They, mm-hmm. they were down. I mean, they were playing Detroit, who was the one seed. So, you know, that doesn't surprise me. And it's hard to close out a team on their home court. Right. So, once that home team wins game number five, now you got all the pressure going back to your t- uh, city as a true underdog. In Game Six, and you don't get it done, you know you're losing Game Seven when you go back to Detroit.
3: Well, like the like the just like the
2: Sixers last year.
3: Yeah, <laughs> yes. Um and, and man, like he was even deflecting on some of the stuff with that. Well, the, the
2: Atlanta one. At least he acknowledged that that's one that's on him.
3: So he did that, and he also said after the he, he handled the press conference bad after the game too, which was nice because that's yeah. when he was like, uh, I don't know if he's a championship level point yep. guard. Yeah. Yep. Um, and they lied about that when he came on TV and said, "I you guys, you guys made that. A you day. made." That- <laughs> Like he's just, yeah, Doc he's, man. He,
2: yeah, I didn't say that. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, Doc, we heard you, man. <laughs> like so, and, and guess guess who else heard you? Ben. I mean,
3: that <laughs> didn't re, didn't didn't yeah, respond they, to it they, very yeah, well.
2: he, That didn't make him happy.
3: Um, but man, he just he he. No one's better at, at passing the buck. Um, and he did the whole thing with the media with the media being like. Raise your hands if you thought we were beating Boston ah, last year. I, I, yeah, and no one that. raised their hands. Yeah.
2: <laughs> it's like Yeah. Yeah, this isn't class participation uh trophies, <laughs> Doc. You had a three two lead. You had, you had yes. a you, you had <laughs> the bottom line. And you had game six at home. Yeah, and you had him. And yeah. you had him Jason Tatum was brutal. That's the other thing. Yeah, he was terrible for three and a half quarters. Yeah.
3: If you could just close him out, he, 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 th- he, he threw Harden under the bus for not taking uh get the ball to Joel Embiid. So um yeah, a lot of good stuff with Doc's return and again, can't lose to him in the postseason. Now um that's <laughs> well, all that's guess what? We better not play him Well end. well we better have him beat healthy if we are, because it's gonna get ugly if not. So this other thing I found really, really interesting. Um Pat Bev, I guess Richard Jefferson came on their podcast, mm-hmm. um, and they were kind of discussing Embiid and what, like, his knee injury and the knee situation was before the Denver game and before John DeComingo obviously landed on it. I mean, it sound it sounds pretty dire what, what he was dealing with. Um, and here's Pat Bev. I told Joe don't play two weeks before that because he How was
2: hurt. You? Okay, I'm going to play San Antonio Spurs, bomb team, Charlotte, bomb team. You feel me? I know I got to make sixty-five games. I got to see how the f- I'm gonna make sixty-five games to get MVP. Also to get millions and millions and millions of right, dollars in incentives. Escalators
1: with the you know all the NBA stuff.
2: I'm l- l- witnessing people spray numbing spray on this man knee during the game. Like Biops. <laughs> I'm like, what the f- is that? F- I've never seen before. Just to get through the third quarter, people don't understand. He was giving f- thirty and forty in three quarters.
3: So what I, thought, <laughs> I mean, a lot of curse words. A lot but, of curse words. Yeah, it was a lot. But what I thought was interesting. So I'm not sure if he was saying Embiid was telling him, "I'm playing against the Spurs and I'm playing against the Hornets because they're bum teams and I need." No, that team is team what he's saying. If he is, though, I mean that's
1: yeah, that didn't
2: sound good for Embiid. That didn't sound good. That's for that's him. the way I heard that. That's what I heard. Or maybe I heard it wrong, but it sounded like he was saying, "No, Embiid is saying I'm going to play against the bum Spurs and this other bum team, and I'm trying to get to 65 games." And that's what everybody was saying. Was worried about. Yep. That's what everybody was saying that he was out there trying to play for the MVP. I thought he was past that stuff.
1: Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. So I, I don't know, man. I I don't know.
2: Almost, you, you What almost – what is a team supposed to do when a player wants to play? Tell him he can't play?
3: It's, it's, it's tough. Like, if he wants to play, especially a guy like him, who's one of the – He's going like, to play. He's, he's going to play. He's going to play. Now, he did – we was talking about how bad the knee was to where they were, like, numbing it during the game mm-hmm. and stuff. And, and a little bit before that, he was, like – his knee was hanging on by a thread in the Denver game. So –
2: A little drastic.
3: A little drastic because he did play –
2: Two days, three late, nights later, you, I yeah, believe. Yeah, oh, I think it was that that Monday, right? Or well, two no, no,
3: remember he sat in Portland and they played because the game was on Saturday in Denver. Oh, he,
2: it was a Saturday. I'm thinking it was a Friday. He in Denver. sat in
3: Portland yes. Monday and they played Wednesday against yep. against the uh, the Warriors. Warriors. Yep. Um, which again, another showcase kind of national game. TV. And apparently, the story was he's listening to the national media. I guess Richard Jefferson said Joel was mad at him because Richard Jefferson was saying this is he's what people, ducking. yeah, this is what people are saying about you. Um, so all that forcing him to get out there like he, he just has to has to, to to put away the noise for a little bit yeah and, and do what's best for not only the Sixers but also the best for his body and and maybe wouldn't be in this situation now Kaminga unfortunately landed on a, in an awkward spot late in the game but um, man either way I thought it was interesting stuff from Pat Beth
2: yeah yeah and like I gotta say I you know that I mean that that's where you're saying Joel and B still doesn't get the big picture here. Right. Like, that's what I come away from it, thinking, like, he still doesn't get the big picture here about winning a championship. And you being at your best late in the season. Right? Like, you, to me, you've won the MVP. Right? you won the MVP. And I know you want to win as many. But it, it's what you should care about is winning a championship.
3: And cementing your legacy. Yeah.
2: Like, and playing games against a rookie – Wimby and whomever else, and
3: hanging seventy on him. Yeah, like I,
2: yeah.
3: it just it just doesn't matter in the in the grand scheme. It
2: just doesn't, man.
3: Like the seventy was really I I I, I didn't it's take. It's nice, away. and
2: but ten other people have done it already this year. It's been, it's been a year of scoring. Like <laughs> I mean, I know I'm exaggerating, but my goodness.
3: I guess it's not it's not your your dad's seventy.
2: Yeah, so it's like it, it, Luca got seventy three. I right, like, other people have done it already this year. Didn't somebody else, didn't Donovan Mitchell score 70? That was last year. That last year, okay.
3: I mean, Cat was at 60-something. Yeah, he's when, another. But listen, when cats get in the sixties, we got a problem. I just <laughs> I can't, he is he is he is the worst. Yeah, he,
2: yeah, he's a player I do not ever want on my team, man.
3: <laughs> go go Eagles though. Yeah, he's, go Birds. Go Birds. He's an Eagles
2: fan. <laughs>
3: Twitter question sponsored by Mark Jewelers, looking for wedding bands or bridal party gifts. Shop Mark Jewelers extensive collection for the perfect gift online markstevensjewelers But the, the comment about I am going to go against the bum Spurs and the bum Hornets, like that's. Yeah. Especially because all year he's been doing the whole, um, I don't care about the MVP anymore. I care about winning a championship. It's still there. It's yeah. still there.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and this is coming from, and I'm a Joel guy. Yeah, so yeah. It's like, yeah, yeah. Disappointing that that is true. Now, I got to take what Pat Bev says with a grain of salt. A little
3: dramatic. <laughs> and, 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 uh, but yesterday was basically what, his finals? Did <laughs> he come back here and be the depleted Sixers team? Got three points yesterday. He did have three points yesterday. I wanted to go through uh, before we go back to the phones. Just try to count the amount of losing players. I believe the Sixers currently have because <laughs> it's growing exponentially. Ike, um, loser, losing player number one: Tobias Harris, uh, Paul Reed, Campaign, Mo Bamba, <laughs> Kelly Oubre, and Buddy Heels on watch.
2: Now, Buddy Heels. Buddy Heels watch. on
3: watch. If he's a, a winning player or a losing player. I mean 11 points yesterday, 413.
2: Hey. Bad day, man. They weren't ready to play at one o'clock. Well, listen, he didn't show up on Friday either. Uh, Who did they play Friday? Cleveland. Oh, you say he didn't show yeah, up buddy. Yeah, He had 13 points Friday. You're right. You're right. Yeah, but, but right, sl- I had him for 15. Yeah, but he's slowing down. <laughs> but he's slowing down. Came out hot though. He started
3: hot. I thought we had I thought we had Oklahoma. Uh <laughs> Oklahoma buddy. Turns out not. Yeah, it gets
2: the Knicks. Oh, that's right. The oh, yeah, we were at that game.
0: Yeah,
3: How <laughs> much impact coming from the uh, the Buddy Heel moment? So he's he's currently on, is this guy a losing player watch for me?
2: You switch up so fast, <laughs> man. Yep, that's what
3: we do in this town. We're going to run another star out of town, Buddy Heel this time. Andy Sinteper, what's happening, Andy?
1: Yo, what's up, fellas? How we doing? What up, Andy? Hey, Ike, man, you you killed it on Friday. I, I was on with you guys, but I didn't get a chance to hear AJ until once I got off. Man, mm-hmm. you killed it. It, you sounded like you did a one and a two in your pants. Other than that, you, you did pretty good. a very dumbass OC question. No,
3: so hand up. It was a bad question. It didn't meet the moment. Um, I, but I, I've been held accountable by everyone, including you. So it's it's all good. I, I, I got the message.
1: I, I, I think when you do the interviews, in my opinion, I just think you just gotta come off more confidently. Like mm-hmm. you, you, your whole demeanor change, your voice change. Mm-hmm. Like you' know what I mean, to be you. Yeah, but you know, sometimes uh, me being me
3: rubs people the wrong way, so <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, was tr-
1: I was trying to, to, to and not I be not there. want him to do that. Yeah, either. yeah, yeah. I, was... I mean, I mean, all right, well, maybe not be you, but don't sound scared. No, you I know what I'm saying? No, it was, listen, listen. <laughs> we,
3: hey, hey. we either win or we learn. You know what I mean? No, I, right, no doubt. No I did, doubt. I, I did great. I had a learning experience. It's okay. All right,
1: but before I get to the AJ situation, you know, sometimes you got to be the bad guy. I, I'll be the bad guy right now, right? We got the combine next week. Right? So, you know. Well, this week. It's we have, tomorrow. Well, right. this week. I'm sorry. So, we'll have all our scouts down there, coach, uh GM, you know, all, all the brass of the organization down there. Can the center stop holding us hostage? And he knows if he's going to retire. now, like, cut the crap, Jason. <laughs> like, we we may need to be scouting another guard down there or another center down there. Like, cut the crap. You don't know what you're doing. You know what you're doing. Okay? You'll because get there. Because here's the thing with the with the uh, outside of football stuff, his stock will never be as high as it is right now. Nobody's knocking down doors to hire a center as the media guy, right? But his 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 stock's high right now. So if he's smart, he cash in. Because if Swift chops off Kelsey, you know the Kelsey stock's gonna be dropping big time. So I'm just saying come about on. Taylor Swift. <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying, come on, Jason, make a decision. Well, Not holding this team hostage.
3: Last year when we did this, we ended up in an Amazon documentary. So the thing I think was to say, hey, you know, would you like a decision soon? Please make it, and we'll see what happens there, Andy. We'll see what
1: happens. And now let's get to AJ, right? Yes. I I, I love that interview. I, I love he got out in front of that thing, right? But you know what? Regardless of what he said, people are always going to have their narratives, right? Regardless of what he said. It's kind of like... Um, when Mad Mike comes on these airwaves, you know what you're going to be getting. You know what I'm saying? So it's like yep. sometimes I don't think people really wanted to hear what he was saying. They just want to take their own narrative and run with it. But uh Well, yeah, that's, that,
2: that, that's kind of like – well, give us your uh, – you're watching my college. Um, your best sports your, rant. Best so sports.
1: I finished – finished? I want to
2: hear what you No, no, you know? I was just going to say kind of like that is everybody or some people thinking that somehow AJ called up here and bullied all of us and bullied me and bullied Jack and – You know, I I listened back to the interview. That's not what I heard. But some people, that's what they heard. And they they somehow took joy thinking that we cowered uh, to AJ. And my only thing is that I, I would say there is that I don't think Jack or myself wanted to be um, the narrative coming out of that interview, it needed to be what AJ thought, where, where his feelings were at. That should have been what everybody was talking about, not what I said or uh, argued against or what Jack argued against. It was important that he got his message out. And that's all that really mattered. The other stuff is is what it is.
1: And, and I thought you guys did a phenomenal job. Like, I, you could tell initially he came out hot. Like, yeah. you know, he, he was like a boxer. Like, he was trying to test y'all chin. You know what I mean? <laughs> he but was, ke- yeah. He ke- well, I would have just ran away.
3: That. But, yeah, I agree. You,
1: you kept hitting him with that jab. You know, I'm keeping him in check and bobbing <laughs> and weaving. And, and I, I thought it was enjoyable. I thought, you know what I mean, all the all the questions that needed to be answered, in my opinion, were answered. Like, you yeah. know, I don't know I what more people want, like, nobody's going to go like everybody's got work relationships and then you got relationships with people with your coworkers outside of work. Right. Mm -hmm. Nobody wants you to break down, you know, every little intricate thing you're doing with your coworker once you leave work. Like that's between y'all. Like that's, that's your personal business. You know what I'm saying? Sure. I just want to be productive on the field, what they do outside of the field. You know, if they're cool, cool. If they're not, whatever. I I just want, I just want a good product on the field. Right. What's your best sports rant? Oh man, playoffs! Playoffs! You want Jim Moore? My gotta go, with my guy Jim Moore. Yeah,
3: That's mm-hmm. that a good one. You it,
1: kidding me? Playoffs!
2: Um, <laughs> the best. He was, probably hates that too.
3: He probably is a, is a little bit annoyed by it. Yes. But The best was remember the old Coors Light commercials where they would have yep. the, 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 it would be set up in the random interview question. Yep. So he was featured in that one. Mm-hmm. Dennis Green, and there's probably one more. It had to have been obviously I don't want to give away one of the bigger answers. Yeah. Um, but those are the two ones that I remember featured the most. Those are dynamite commercials back then. Yeah, back. And,
2: and I that was a was with that was that ninety nine or two thousand. I remember when that happened, man. And <laughs> he's like, What do you mean? I'm hoping we can just win another game. And it's actually what got him fired ultimately, because he really threw Peyton Manning under the bus. Like the quarterback can't throw interceptions. Like he really it was like, well, we threw four interceptions. You set up the other team on their side of the field, and we gave up points, and it really was going after Peyton,
3: man. And, and- Back when coaches could do that? <laughs> back when coaches were, like, holding players accountable in the media? Yeah. Could you imagine that happening today?
2: Yeah, man. No, I could not imagine that like happening.
3: The closest is Patino. Like, Patino last week basically <laughs> threw his St. John's players under the bus. It turned into, like, three days. It was the most college basketball has been talked about until this weekend when the Duke player got to run over on a court storming.
2: Yeah, it's, and and band storming the court. Man. It's
3: every year we end up in the yeah. same spot. Yeah, like just it, just do away with it. You don't you don't storm the court when you win an NBA title or like in any other. It's, all, it's maybe only, they should. No, they shouldn't. That'd be a great idea. Could go out there. Be, and you
2: no, you know why they won't? They don't do it because the pro players wouldn't stand for that. They don't want the the fans storming the court it is a players league so exactly so with this and I get it it's it's a college tradition I I, I, I get it I I get it and this is the fun police but if we're going to have these incidents happening then what and what do you want me to do you know you got to keep the kids off the court man enjoy enjoy the game from the stands
3: it just bothers me that like we can't even just have nice things like a, a simple <laughs> like court storming where where these kids aren't being annoying and like getting in players like faces and, and stuff.
2: See, that's the other thing. I- I'm surprised more issues haven't arise from this because now, granted, in this situation, it's the home team, mm-hmm. right? And why is Wake Forest storming the court for a conference game? You're Wake Forest. Tim freaking Duncan went to the school, and so did Chris Paul. Yeah, but
3: who's, who's gone there since?
2: I think Wake Forest was a favorite in the game.
3: They were favorites in the game? Were they? No, because Duke was top 10 and Wake Forest wasn't even ranked. I don't think, I don't think at least.
2: I thought I saw what they said they were two and a half points favorite.
3: So, it couldn't be wrong. Wrong time for the old court storm.
2: I just you, – you, you're not a little engine that could. Team. Yeah, Wake
3: Forest was, was two-and-a-half-point favorites.
2: Yeah, what are you talking about, friend? Yeah, come on, friend. I don't know. I was just, I've, I've watched a little bit of it on TV. I, and I, they won, so Vegas was yeah. right. Nobody cares that Duke was is whatever rank they were. Also, well, so we should blame the fans then. No, no, I'm just saying is that obviously the the Vegas line was right. Yeah. They they had Wake Forest favorite, and they weren't even ranked. They covered. <laughs> Wake Forest covered. Their storm. You don't storm the court
3: on a cover. What are you talking about? God, we can't even have nice things anymore. <laughs> we even have to take away court storming. Court storming looks like the best when you beat a, like a.
2: But also, yes, it, it, go
3: we, ahead. we even take it also the people have been a little too uh, liberal on the on the court stormings. Like beating a number ten team in the country is not warrant to court storming. You beat number three and up. I think that warrant, right. warrants a court storming.
2: A great team. Yeah, you know, I don't even care that this Duke team was running. who the, the guy who got ran over is their best player. I don't even know who that is. Filipowski. You need to watch more, Ike. He sounds like a '90s Duke player. I forgot you're a Duke fan. Yeah, come on.
3: Was he a flopper? I'm sure he's a flopper. He's a Grayson Allen tripping people.
2: Hey, well, I, the listen, overhead replay I, didn't look good. Yeah, I was gonna say. I, I didn't want to throw that out there on the young man, but it did look like he stuck his foot out.
3: Yeah, optics are bad.
2: <laughs> That's all I'm saying. I don't know if it was intentional or what. Why indeed. are you a Duke fan? I don't want to go. We got. We got to get to a break.
3: Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. Back to your phone calls on the other side, but. We're going to take a trip down to Clearwater and talk to our guy, Ben Davis.
2: Ben y'all mean
3: He called the game yesterday. What has he seen from the boys so far? <laughs> Who's caught his eye? And i got to grill him about his Delco knowledge. We'll, we'll,
2: we'll,
3: we'll get to Ben Davis coming up next on the afternoon show.